0: When we look at uh, the evidence about nitric oxide that helps cytokine, peptides, and all this is is the communicative proteins that the cells need to have a strong immune system. Also molecular hydrogen that comes from a high fiber diet in the gut and it releases hydrogen. Also there's molecular water high in molecular hydrogen from uh, Kangen, Echo, and um, the living water device. Our talk is facts and fiction about cancer. I'm Dr. Nick Delgado. I've been studying this subject for more than 43 years. And I have some important breakthrough news for you regarding this serious disease we call cancer. But I also have some information regarding how important it is to adhere very closely as your principal treatment with these five following steps first detoxify to clear endocrine disruptors endocrine disruptors alter or change your hormone levels and we need to correct for that and we'll go through that in this talk nutrification what type of whole foods diet what kind of supplementation with fortification and how to stimulate the release of stem cells the healing of the body and mitochondria and also the mind the power of love and emotions to control or manage stress, and also the incredible findings that sleep plays a big role in helping to protect the immune system. When you look at a person's blood under a microscope, you can see this drop of blood in the background there, that's a white blood cell, and that's in the center, that great big um, kind of uh, structure with the lobes and the dark little granules around it uh, right around there. And you can see the red blood cells over here. So let's just bring a closer up look. These are the individual red blood cells. And those little things shimmering around are triglycerides. Sometimes we'll see microbes. Uh, We call this the terrain, the background. You see how they're moving and floating. The blood is alive right now as we look. The white blood cells alive, if you look very closely on the inside, you can see the granules moving inside. Granules are enzymes, powerful digestive enzymes that can actually uh, pull apart or destroy cancer. And here, I'm just focusing it. You can actually see, once again, the incredible red blood cells, which is what transports the oxygen and nutrients. But arguably, the most important part of the body when it regards cancer is the millions of white blood cells that form to protect you from microbes, viruses, bacteria, and even cancer. So as we look to the disruption of a disease factor of your, if you will, metabolism, we need to understand where is the most greatest risk of cancer. And if you compare... The highest rate of cancer in the world in Mongolia, Armenia, Russia, France, and certainly the U.S. with the high animal-based protein diet, uh, of, which is in common with each of these countries, the higher fat intake, alcohol consumption, cigarette smoking, lack of exercise, and even radiation exposure. We look at the lowest in the world, in fact, out of over 180 nations, we see Arabia, Nigeria, Gambia, Yemen, Guinea, Nepal all have in common plant-based type diets. They get quite a bit of exercise. In terms of their exposure to substances and so forth, that varies amongst the the different cultures. And I, I want you to be aware that as we're searching through the world literature, that you can learn certain things from cultures, cuisines, different types of lifestyle factors. And I'm going to share with you some amazing books that have been uh, discussed in this area. But this statistic I want you to be very aware of. And that is that past the age of 60, not at childbirth because there might be a high infant mortality rate in some of these cultures, but past the age of 60, how long could you expect to live When you compare all the different nations of the world. And guess what? Japan and Okinawa are number one in the world. These Asian type cultures, particularly predominantly plant-based, low in oil, little or no animal product. And we look at even cultures like the United States where there's a subgroup called the Seventh-day Adventists that live in Loma Linda, California, USA. And they have an extremely long, healthy life. A much lower incidence of cancer. And within the United States, the Asian Americans have fairly good opportunity to live long. However, the more they deviate from the original Asian culture of eating of of yams or rice and vegetables and eat more and adopt more of an American type diet within a few generations, they have an overall uh, higher rate of death, premature death and a lower life expectancy. And guess what? Latinos are amongst the second or third longest-lived group in the United States that eat a lot of beans. Not all, but as in a culture, as people progress, depending on their ethnicity, they sometimes earn more money and then they think they should eat more animal product. Look at the Okinawa diet. Low in calories, low in fat, high in complex starch carbohydrates. That's right complex carbohydrates that break down slowly and feed the body and nourish the body. Purple sweet potatoes. They look like yams, purple sweet potatoes. They eat a lot. That's the main caloric intake of their diet along with oranges and various vegetables and soy products. They occasionally eat small amounts of noodles, rice, pork, and uh, they eat uh, fish only a few times uh, a, uh, a week. But overall their diet is, about 6% fat, of which less than 2% is saturated fat. Their carbohydrate intake, which again is unprocessed whole food carbohydrate, not simple sugar carbohydrate, over 85% of their diet and 9% protein. Wow. One of the factors we're going to learn is by keeping our protein intake lower, particularly animal protein intake or dairy product, we can find less incidence of cancer. So remember, Okinawa, they're mostly plant-based, little or no added oils. They have low rates of cancer, lower rate of heart disease, less dementia, and cognition is much better. And as they live to 100 years of age, those who do are shown to have higher testosterone level, the hormone DHEA, good levels of healthy estrogens like estriol, estradiol and 2-hydroxyestrone, whereas when you compare that to a 70-year-old, 30 years younger in the United States who eats principally meat-type foods, they have lower testosterone than a 100-year-old in Japan or Okinawa. They have lower DHEA level and less of the good estrogen and more of what's called the bad estrogen, estrone and 16-alpha-hydroxyestrone, often measured in the urine, 24-hour urine. Now, let's compare the Mediterranean diet. We hear a lot about long-lived people in the blue zones, and they're one of them. Uh, They eat a lot of vegetables, fruit, herbs, nuts, beans, and whole grains, and some fish. Uh, They oftentimes do consume a little bit too much wine or alcohol. It's better to eat the grapes, as studies are showing, and also not to add the olive oil, as some people think is the reason they live longer. It's really the longer-lived cultures uh, are not adding uh, oils. Nordic diet. Those people, uh, fruits, berries, vegetables, legumes, potatoes, whole grains, nuts, seeds, rye bread, some fish, some seafood, a little bit of low-fat dairy, a lot of herbs and spices. Ushi Ukushima, 100 years of age pictured here, is a good example of an individual who throughout her life uh, works in the fields, exercises, lives with the nuclear family, meaning each generation still lives together together. The grandparents are with the grandkids and the adults, uh, all kind of contributing to each other, helping to reduce stress by making informed decisions from the seniors who are still revered in their society. Herbal medicine is the main go-to and not big pharma pharmaceutical. So we learn quite a bit from this type of a culture. And we learn that healthy whole food eating uh, but there's really five steps. And these five steps I want to share with you because to build a healthy immune system, we'll use the acronym SHINE, S for sleep and stress management, critical critical in fighting cancer, hormones and peptides, optimizing towards youth levels and clearing out some of the harmful type of hormones that can increase the risk of, of cancer, such as certain types of estrogens, infection immunity, which improves not only the overall ability to prevent viruses and colds and infections, but also uh, in combating against cancer. Uh, the N for nutrition and nutraceutical support: eating whole plant-based, oil-free, sugar-free, and supplemental plant-based herbs, and of course exercise—all critically important for a longer, better quality of life, but particularly free of cancer. So. When we look at the information, uh, as I've reviewed through the world literature and some of the best books I can recommend to you, the China study, T. Colin Campbell and Thomas M. Campbell, MD, they together have published shocking findings about long-term results of cultures in China. Those that eat the most meat and animal product have the highest incidence of cancer. Those that eat the most plant-based whole foods way of eating, less oil, have the longest life and the least amount of cancer. Of course, in China, depending on where the manufacturing plants are, they're exposed to a lot of pollution, so that is somewhat consistent across culture to culture. They tease that information out along with with comparing exercise. And then look at the cancer therapy results of Max Gerson and his published book, um, rather an amazing book that um, I highly recommend, a little bit hard to find, but a great book, The Cure of Advanced Cancer, by diet therapy, Max Gerson, one of the great uh, scientists of our time. And we look at uh, the book by Dr. Tony Jimenez, Hope for Cancer, one of the breakthrough books that um, I've been fortunate to work with Dr. Tony Jimenez, particularly as these people go through 30 and 60 day live-in programs in Mexico, Cancun, Mexico, and uh, Tijuana, Mexico. Uh, he'll refer some of his patients and clients to me who are seeking to stay on their program and also to balance their hormones with the right supplements and herbs. And Dr. Heman as knows I'm an expert in hormonal intervention along with diet and exercise. So uh, I have one exciting uh, story to tell you about, which uh, Miss Whitaker was referred to me. And she, when she graduated uh, from her uh, stay-in program with Dr. Jimenez. She has shown improved results. They measured the size of her tumors. She had seven tumors that she was battling. And rather astonishingly, she was able to adhere to the program along with our guidance and help of sticking to the whole plant-based diet. And she took a number of supplements, products that we call EstroBlock and um, hormone uh, balancing products that with herbs, dim, dienomethane, indole 3 carminol, from cruciferous vegetable extracts, liver detoxification. Uh, which included turmeric. And so these whole plant-based supplement herbs with concentrated extracts that she took on a daily basis as we orchestrated various parts of her whole foods diet and supplementation and made sure she adhered to many principles. By the end of a few years, these seven tumors had disappeared. She only had one little area that uh, was the site of the original tumor, which is rather Astonishing, if you think about it, and I notice that those who are most successful in this kind of a program, like Miss Whitaker, are those that revere life and value health very highly, and they have an appreciation that the very program that can save their life, when they deviate from it, particularly with cancer, if that cancer comes back, it grows with a vengeance, and I've heard of too many cases where people just if you will, stopped adhering to a good program, and they're no longer with us. They've passed on. Cancer is a very aggressive disease, and you need to understand what I'm about to share with you. And so, let's uh, take a look then, uh, Dr. Joel Furman, who um, wrote a great book, Super Immunity, No Shots, No Drugs, No Sick Days. And he talks about how to live longer disease-free, and of course, the immune system is the front line of defense, not just because of the lockdown and everything we're going through right now in the world, but also because of the fact that it is the key part of the body that relates to fighting cancer. And when you look at the white blood cells and the different types of white blood cells, monocytes, this one particular is eosinophil, and there are what's called basophils, And they have different capabilities like macrophages are usually in the tissues and there's what's called B cells that stimulate the release of antibodies. And then it's important to understand that the background of the blood, which is where some microbes like this particular microbe spinning around can um, affect the body's overall ability to remove these, shall we say, invasive bacteria. Uh, viruses are too small to see under the microscope. We're getting a new higher power and we're going to be examining some of those things. But this is candida fungal form. We see um, all these structures in the blood. I've been studying blood for 43 years. Uh, Dr. Dipmai Maharaj is a hematologist, a medical doctor, stem cell researcher, scientist. I've examined his blood and hundreds of other doctors. And I have to tell you that we've really come to a clear understanding of things that we can do to help people. And I want to be amongst the first to tell you that the lifestyle approaches that I'm sharing with you can make a profound difference. The sooner you start, even immediately, clearing out your refrigerator, getting started and getting the right foods, getting your lifestyle in order. Let's start with sleep. Better sleep, could you have less cancer? The findings show that if supported, if you need melatonin, If you get the room real dark at night, sometime around sundown, get to sleep as early as possible and then wake up without an alarm after a full eight hours. Some people need nine hours sleep, depending on what your body is struggling with, how much exercise you do. And it's been shown that CBD, the cannabinoid, can help with uh, those people who have difficulty getting to sleep. There are certain herbs in uh, Stay Young, Chewable, and Grow Muscle Burn Fat, which is the beet extracts. Beets are fantastically important for helping the uh, the ability to get to sleep because of the neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters influence our quality and ability to sleep. We sleep in like an hour and a half type cycles, an hour and a half to three hours, and the deepest quality sleep occurs uh, during these, these important windows. So uh, as we also, for those of you who have difficulty sleeping, try out our neuro neuroreprogramming um, audio scripts, and you can listen to them as you go to sleep. Uh, we have some other recommended deep trans phenomena hypnosis tapes that help you to go to sleep that are typically eight hours in length. So when you're working to get better sleep and why? Because the studies show that better quality sleep can reduce overall cancer incidence by 34%. I, th- I think that's the most exciting information I could share with you. Tremendous findings in what we can do. And... I've been studying blood, as I mentioned, for a better part of 43 years, and I met up with Dr. Neil Batson, he's out of the Massachusetts area, and he had been doing microscopy for over 20 years, he knew of me, he approached me at one of the anti-aging conferences, I was really excited to meet with him and hear what he was uh, thinking about, To together we've collaborated on an online course, uh, he being a medical doctor and studying the aspects of the immune system and well-being, and uh, of course, uh, about uh, what probably nearly 20, 30 years younger than me. But, you know, the beauty is that uh, that young, enthusiastic medical doctor like Dr. Neil Batchelor is just an amazing physician and we've collaborated. Uh, so I want you to be aware of this incredible online course and what we have to offer to you at this time. So when you think about health and the immune system and the challenges that we're all facing with infectious issues and lockdowns, the more you know about what I'm about to teach you is critical. And when we take a look at, as I mentioned, the blood and the blood chemistry, the first thing I want to share with you is something beyond live blood analysis. And you're used to having a doctor send blood off to a laboratory and getting results back, but it's also something called free radical damage that we see in the appearance of dry blood. Dry, healthy blood looks like this uh, in a 92-year-old individual. Uh, Ray Wilson doesn't mind me talking about it because he's such an example of a healthy individual. Exercises two or three times a day. That's right, two or three times a day. He's the man responsible for Ray Wilson's family fitness that now he's uh, started up throughout Mexico. Uh, He is a big advocate of utilizing supplementation that I've created. Uh, certainly it's exciting that he's been willing to improve and increase the amount of plant-based whole food eating. He eats fish two or three times a week. Um, Some people may be better to not use a fish. In his case, he's getting deep um, sea water fish clean and doing his best to adhere to a healthy overall program. The picture on on the side there with the holes in the blood is what's called free radical damage. And free radical damage, is uh, something that concerns all of us because when we look at blood, it, it shouldn't have these big holes. It's called poly- polymerized protein, reactive oxygen toxic species. And in cancer patients, we tend to see a higher incidence of this situation. And the holes in the blood in the center, these little shiny little kind of pearly like dots are what's called sialic acid beads, and they tend to show up these sialic acid beads in cancer patients. I'm not saying this test is a diagnosis for cancer, but I've had many people come in who have been diagnosed with cancer based on biopsy, based on laboratory results and the tumor and so forth. And knowing that I see this quite often in many, many cancer patients, but I've also seen cancer patients where they started adhering to all the five steps that were, uh, about to teach you, and along with some of the concepts that we're going to share, more advanced treatments, and they've been able to literally alter the amount of free radical damage, oxidative stress. We're doing additional tests in urine, lipid peroxidase, and breath analysis for free radical damage. Everyone talks about free radical damage, but hardly whenever anyone ever shows you what it looks like. So to to know uh, the appearance of blood. And the analysis, uh, I wrote this book um, for the sake of teaching and education, and that book is, as I'm showing you here, Blood Doesn't Lie. And this is based on, as I said, over 43 years of work in looking at people's blood and their lifestyle and what the outcome has been for these people over the last more than four decades. This is a highly acclaimed book endorsed by many of the top anti-aging doctors in the world, including Dr. Joseph Maroon, Dr. Neil Batson, uh, Mark Victor Hansen, Chicken Soup for the Soul, and Dr. Ron Klatz, um, also based on my work uh, with, with Tony Robbins and some of the other um, great luminaries. And one of the things that I reported about in dealing with cancer is Dr. Otto Warburg won the Nobel Prize in 1931, proving that cancer thrives in low oxygen levels. That's right. Low oxygen level typically happens in people with high triglycerides. So what are triglycerides? Let's jump back because when you talk about low oxygen and acidic environment from eating a high animal-based diet, when you compare that to those people Eating a high vegetable diet, particularly kale, cucumber, celery, spinach, avocados, bell peppers, and peppers, Caspian, the, the chili spice, and broccoli, these help to incru- improve the body's alkalinity. The body becomes rich in alkaline and high in oxygen, carrying more nutrients and removing uh, waste byproduct. And study after study has been confirming that this is one of the key go-tos to helping the blood. So looking at uh, this person's blood, a white blood cell and the red blood cells, and this person hasn't eaten for several hours. Usually I like to test in the middle of the day. And yeah, he ate a few meals earlier today. And uh, his triglycerides on this picture here, I did a separate test with the uh, Colostec, which is this device here uh, to to my side, and we measured his total cholesterol to be 172, his triglycerides to be 79, and in the middle of the day, uh, without fasting, anything under 150 is good, under 200 is fairly good. When it gets above 200, I start getting concerned, but the interesting thing is, his HDL level is 50. He exercises fairly consistent and his LDL cholesterol which is elevated at 106. So we want to take steps with the right herbs moving more to our plant-based diet to bring that LDL down. His non-HDL is 122 which transports triglycerides and his um, uh, HDL to uh, total cholesterol ratio is 3.1. So Anything under 3.0 is good, so he's real close to be where it should be. And his glucose, his blood sugar level is 86. So, we learn quite a bit when we look at these levels and understand that cholesterol is dissolved in the blood, so you wouldn't see it. Uh, It's more of a hormone. Triglycerides, though, you would see some of these little fatty particles moving around. And then also there's little live microbes uh, that, that we actually can see. So, keep... All of this in mind because the white blood cells uh, are our main front defense. Besides certain um, uh, antibodies that are produced uh, in the saliva, uh, certain front line of defense in various forms in the body, but these white blood cells react to foreign proteins and also cancer invaders. We need to do selective tests called the ALA test or food inflammatory test. And from that, we can learn if there's what's called inflammatory complexes in the diet, and we want to learn how to move those diets selectively, not eat those trigger foods that certain people, based on personalized testing, have a response such as to gluten or dairy and they need to be pulled out of the diet and we see the improvements in the immune system when when a person does this. Cytokines produced by the CD4 plus uh, T cells activate white blood cell eosinophils and the macrophages these big white blood cells eosinophils tend to show up during allergy response and they both produce superoxide and nitric oxide which destroy tumors. So the body uh, requires these white blood cells require a lot of beets and cruciferous vegetables and various nutrients to have a healthy strong immune system really important by uh, following these guidelines and I, I want you to be further aware that when we look at Uh, The evidence about nitric oxide that helps cytokine peptides and all this is is the communicative proteins that the cells need to have a strong immune system also molecular hydrogen that comes from a high fiber diet in the gut and releases hydrogen also there's molecular water high in molecular hydrogen from uh, Kangen echo and um, the living water device. And of course, you also can produce hydrogen from these little tablets that we've uh, been able to access and we drop them into water and that increases the release of molecular hydrogen. All of this means that the white blood cells, if you have a low depressed number of white blood cells, we're more at risk for a depressed immune system. We uh, are more likely to develop autoimmune diseases Or if we have too high of white blood cell count, we could have too much inflammation. So you don't want it too low or too high. You want it to be in in a, a safe range that's best. Now, a lot of people aren't aware of this, but cancer, when these tumors grow and doctors intervene with chemotherapy or radiation, the tumors will and can shrink in size. However, what they rarely tell you is that cancer cells have inside them, inside the tumors what's called immortal stem cells that could live on and on. And so, unfortunately, if you're doing interventions that may not solve the problem because the tumor will return, it turns out that nature has natural chemotherapy agents that won't do any harm. The problem with chemotherapy itself is it's a drug. Not only does it harm the, the bad cells, the cancer, which that's okay, but it also harms the immune system, the white blood cells, decreases the white blood cell count, and can leave the person incredibly susceptible, dangerously susceptible to the further reoccurrence or development of cancerous tumors, where it turns out that the most potent natural chemotherapy agents, and this has been tested with petri dishes and cancer tumors and so forth, is garlic, leeks, and onions, followed by cranberries and cruciferous vegetables while all on a plant-based oil-free diet. This is fantastic news because if we can utilize this in conjunction with the therapies your doctor wants you to do, but some people opt to go beyond traditional treatments because chemotherapy and radiation has not proven to eradicate these immortal stem cell, cancer stem cells. We know that when you have high oxygen in the body through proper food selection and exercise, and you take immune-enhancing medicinal mushrooms and activated barley, these all help along with certain seaweed extracts and herbs to strengthen the body's immune system, particularly studies that Venice on the incidence of breast cancer is much less in those who do not eat meat compared to those who are more on a plant-based diet. and It also relates to prolactin hormones, which are affected by the amount of fat in the diet. So, if we take a lower fat diet, we get better results. All of this is is coming about full circle because keep in mind, strong chemotherapy agents may work by killing the cancer cells, but also the healthy cells of the body, particularly the white blood cells. Having low white blood cell counts weakens the immune system, increases your risk of infection following strong chemotherapy treatments. So why don't we start considering the natural chemotherapy approaches? Radiation and chemotherapy then weakens the body's immune system. As chemotherapy agents uh, develop and are are part of uh, traditional medicine, The risk is it can, if directed towards the bone marrow, which it does absorb in, the bone marrow is less able to produce healthy red blood cells or white blood cells or platelets, and typically the greatest impact is on white blood cells themselves, which makes chemotherapy a less than desirable treatment. Dr. Lorraine Day would say she would refuse to take poisonous chemotherapy based on a review of the PDR physician desk re- reference and the side effects of each chemotherapy drug. She's yet to see one that is a benefit overall. Radiation also is dangerous because it weakens the immune system, particularly if it's directed at the bones, especially the bones of the pelvis, and the bone marrow can't produce sufficient amounts of blood cells. That's where the factory is for all your red blood cells and white blood cells in the bone marrow. So bone radiation. The effect on the immune system can be equally as dangerous as chemotherapy. If I were to tell you that there is nothing more you can do about it, and all we have to offer is what traditional medicine is is teaching us, then I would be remiss in sharing with you the fact, the good news, is that the work done by Dr. Lorraine Day, Dr. Lorraine Day is uh, one of the persons who is responsible for helping people. Now she's age 83, and that's as of April of 2020. Uh, Right now, as of this uh, live recording, it's December 2nd, 2020. She is cancer-free. She has a strong immune system. Dr. Lorraine Day uh, is a medical doctor, orthopedic specialist, and she also specializes in the identification of AIDS and the treatment of AIDS patients. But she herself developed cancer and she was able to reverse this advanced case of cancer, much like Ms. Whitaker did after working with uh, Dr. Tony Jimenez with diet and some other factors. But she used the natural therapies. Uh, she likes to talk about these 10 steps. I have 35 steps that I summarize into five. And those include, and we agree, on healthy sleep, nutrition, detoxification, through exercise, Raw juicing, which she does extensively, exercise, surround yourself with positive people, and prayer. All of these things have made a big difference. And I I have to tell you again that I'm so excited to share this information with you because Dr. Day is on the forefront of a new way to approach cancer and deal with it. Here's a picture at the bottom with this big tumor on her chest. She had tumors throughout her body, and because the tumor was so large, she had it removed, but she did not do any chemotherapy, not any radiation, and now 20 years later, she's alive by following these steps free of cancer, but she's very strict, very good at following the guidelines because food is her medicine. Her exercise and being around positive people uh, make the biggest difference for the body's immune system. What are you doing for your immune system, and what dangerous endocrine factors are present in the in the system. Endocrine disruptors uh, can include toxins, even from fatty fish. Tuna tends to be high in heavy metals like mercury. There are synthetic chemicals, PCB, which are synthetic estrogen-like chemicals that's found in fish. And so it's really become a problem uh, with much of the world fish supply. I will say that Some people probably occasionally eating fish might be okay, but you'll learn later that fish also has cholesterol. And that cholesterol in the fish is going to feed the cancer because cancer can't produce its own cholesterol. And that causes a huge problem because the tumors grow more rapidly in those eating fish, chicken, eggs, turkey, cheese. Now, back to these endocrine disruptors, skin, cream, most of them have parabens, chemicals, mineral oil, propylene glycol, phthalates. These skin creams have toxins. We've developed a series of two creams, one for acne skin and the other one for a hormonal delivery called testosterone, and we leave out these toxic chemicals. It's rare or occasional if a small amount of an ingredient is present, but What you have to be concerned about is cosmetics as well. Petroleum, Paba, Fragrance, Dietha, Anilamine. There's over 148 synthetic chemicals in each person. And only 11% of these more than 10,000 chemicals found in cosmetic soap, shampoos, perfumes, hairspray, nail polish have been tested for safety. And within moments, 26 seconds, 60% of these chemicals enter through your skin. Your skin is like an absorption sponge, and we know that we have over 40 million pounds of hormonal chemicals made yearly, and our bodies are being disrupted dangerously. So, over 2,000 new varieties are added in just the last several years of plastics and makeups. Chemotherapy uh, and radiation, as I mentioned, uh, is something that is not going to solve these chemical interruptions these disruptors. A Canadian study showed that oncologists who treat cancer, if someone said they had uh, cancer and they were examined and diagnosed with cancer, they would treat them with chemo and radiation. But if they're owned, if the doctor oncologist owned wife or child or for he himself was told they had cancer, 40% would refuse chemotherapy and radiation. More than 55% of the frontline workers would refuse these treatments. So they know that these treatments are not always safe or effective or something that can be depended upon. Environmental pollutants harms the immune system. Natural ions clear the air with the fresh air Everest. Picture at the bottom a Mount Mount Everest. If you can see in the corner of my office... <laughs> over there. Uh, Yeah, you can see it just to the right of the the microphone. That's my air freshener and I keep it one upstairs and I take one down downstairs and at my home upstairs and downstairs because it'll clear about 3,000 square feet of of area uh, keeping the environment clear of these harmful pollutants that you breathe into your air and it helps reduce uh, bacteria and viral activities. Uh, I'm also highly thrilled with the results of hyperbaric oxygen, HBOT, and CVAX, cyclic variations in adaptive conditioning. There's new studies coming out of the cleansing and empowering effects of the body to combat cancer. Uh, But pollution, air pollution, water pollution, pollution in the food has become a major problem. And I'm here to tell you that we need to heal the body. The gut biome is so important to this detoxification and cleansing from all these exposures. Every day when you can, get organic, non-GMO. In the corner of my shelf here, Genetic Roulette by Jeffrey Smith. He wrote a book, and I'm so convinced after interviewing him, that the importance of non-GMO, these genetically modified organisms that tend to... Damage the gut biome. Go organic whenever possible because when you can avoid pesticides and chemicals, all the better. And the, the the fact that we need a high fiber, unprocessed foods diet, resistant starch, whole plant. My goal is to get at least sixty to hundred grams of fiber a day, particularly from beans. Beans are amongst the highest source of fiber. Really important. A cup of vegetables has four grams of fiber. A cup of fruit only three grams of fiber, and all, of course, all meat and dairy has zero fiber. Fiber acts like a magnet. It reduces excess estrogen metabolites. It reduces excess cholesterol levels. It draws out toxins such as lethal poisons that have been experimented on over the years. And those on a high-fiber diet in the animal studies survive and those on a no-fiber diet do not survive. So when we look at the science and the evidence, uh, I want you to know about a study by Dr. Dean Ornish. Dr. Dean Ornish did this study On 93 patients, and they were all on a plant-based whole foods diet, low in fat, they were able to measure a reduction in LDL cholesterol, and they found these tumors disappeared in these prostate cancer patients. The Western diet, which has a lot of meat, cheese, eggs, and dairy product, all that cholesterol also builds up excess estrogen because hormones are present in these animal foods, increases the rate of prostate cancer. An amazing study was done that showed they did needle biopsy, and they examined these people, uh, their prostate levels, ages 72, 65, and 73. And within one month to up to three years, the cancer uh, disappeared. They used a Medication, cholestyramine, which is a type of fiber that sucks up the excess cholesterol. So cholesterol is directly related to prostate cancer. We also know Dr. Jim stamler in his large study in Chicago, found that not only was cigarette smoking implicated in lung cancer, It was really far more important in those people who had high cholesterol level they had the highest incidence of lung cancer even if they didn't smoke those people with the lowest cholesterol and the lowest meat intake and animal product ate most plant-based foods even if they smoked they didn't seem to develop lung cancer and they wondered what did cholesterol have to do with lung cancer you always thought it was partly related only to cigarette smoking the reality is that cholesterol itself in excess beyond what your body produces tends to paralyze or weaken the body's immune system. And plus, the cholesterol itself used by cancer because cancer can't produce its own cholesterol. It's used by cancer to grow in tumor size. Well, get the cholesterol out of your diet, and that's really important to do. Um, This individual uh, that I examined, his blood, um, as I mentioned under the microscope, cholesterol itself, when you do the levels, Uh, he had um, a low uh, nitric oxide level. We measure nitric oxide, and you can tell by the color how it's kind of clear. It should be dark pink. And um, his uric acid level is dark color. That shows he does have too much uric acid from animal product. And so we're encouraging him to make that shift. And also it's important when you have Low uh, nitric oxide and high uric acid levels with his cholesterol LDL, the bad cholesterol of 106, he's going to benefit from using a product such as insulin heart uh, stability because it has herbs, bourbon, lycopene, and bergamot, which have been shown in clinical studies each separately to reduce the bad LDL cholesterol. And also, importantly, with the assisting natural herbs to help with DNA integrity because the DNA is. paramount to the fight against cancer. So when I talk about the concern about estrogen dominance, and we we look at men, and here's outdoors at the beach, and these five men have large breast tissue, they have large bellies, some of it's belly fat and internal fat, but they also have distended bellies uh, from dysbiosis of the gut. And a lot of this comes from estrogen exposures. I'm going to go over the estrogen exposures right now, but I'm writing a book called Estrogen Belly because of the large amount of exposure of toxins that we suffer from. Estrogen can show up in preservatives, in BPA, in pesticides. It shows up in additives. It's very concentrated, maybe even more concentrated in meat and dairy product than almost any other source because meat and dairy... The animals have menstrual cycles, and you're eating their own hormones. You're eating their estrogen. They always say oh, meat is good for strong men. Well, it's going to feminize men. Meat causes excess estrogen dominance. Even if they didn't inject hormones, which they tend to do in some of the animal product to make them fattier, it makes you fat. It causes obesity. It also leads to man boobs. In women, breast problems and disproportionate hips and thigh issues. So, excess body weight does contribute to cancer. Excess body fat contributes to estrogen dominance in two ways. First, the fat tissues are rich in enzymes that convert protein into testosterone and testosterone into estradiol, a type of estrogen that's highly fat retentive. So, the more fat you have, the higher the estradiol levels will be. Also, excess body fat makes it virtually impossible to reverse estrogen dominance because estrogen is stored in the fat cells. So you really have to reverse this estrogen dominance and to effectively reduce these fat cells, it's a good idea to go on a combination of herbal products that we have been using for a number of years called EstroBlock that help to clear these harmful estrogen toxins. Uh, Hormonal balance can be achieved using Hormonal Cleanse Pro in our sponsors products of Doc Nutrients. And if you remember Mike Tyson, he came back in a fight recently, uh, a few uh, this last week against Roy Jones. He hadn't fought in 15 years, and here is uh, Mike Tyson, who, when I first um, heard from his doctor, he had him go on uh, our product ester block with DIM and indole three carbonyl to help alter estrogen dominance. Now Mike uh, became plant-based vegan for a number of years. Uh, I heard during this coming fight, his trainer put him on more animal product, which I don't think was a smart thing to do. I don't think it improved his performance. Mike's performance, like many athletes and many uh, UFC fighters are going plant-based. Many NFL players are going plant-based. Many of the top flight uh, athletes are learning the benefits, but also the importance of Hormone Cleanse Pro, DIM and Indole-3-Carbonyl, but in particular, the DIM that detoxifies these harmful estrogens. So, the combinations make a big difference. And the, the use of phytonutrients, uh, because specifically dimmed methane comes from cruciferous vegetables. Also, we know that wasabi and indole 3 carbonyl, all of these help to detoxify the plastics, the pesticides, the dietary fats. Uh, they make a big difference in reducing the ill effects of synthetic hormones and synthetic chemicals. I got enamored and interested in this because I was looking for a solution to cancer, breast cancer, and prostate cancer, and how to detoxify these harmful uh, exposures. Alcohol also increases estrogens, as does plastic and pesticides, as I mentioned, but prostate and breast cancer are fueled by these excess estrogens, so I came up with this product and it made a profound difference. But I also started hearing from a number of young people, you know, when you look at the Adventist population, how they have less breast cancer when they eat more plant-based. And those Adventists, Seventh-day Adventists who eat more meat, have a higher level of breast cancer. Also, by accident, I discovered that hormonal acne related to these uh, excess estrogen uh, metabolites and it affected DHT and other androgens eighty five percent of young adults have acne and now we have a solution i 'm starting to think that those people as we treat them early on with their acne that they have a better chance of preventing or fighting cancer and so this is very important because there 's 18, mil, eighteen million new cases of cancer uh, every every year and this is unacceptable so we look at the um, blood cells, we, we look at the analysis, and we also look at optimal estrogen, androgen, and cortisol metabolites. There are certain herbal products, uh, when you look up docnutrients.com, and you, you learn about uh, how the pathways of these various important hormones, literally hundreds of different hormones, are improved by getting the right types of herbs and supplements, and the right kind of diet. We believe this is one of the best ways to attack and combat breast cancer, uterine cancer, ovarian cancer, liver cancer, kidney, thyroid, and cyst and prostate cancer. More and more evidence is coming in every day. So when we see the work uh, with Dr. Uh, Abraham Morgenthaler, 1,365 men, and what he did was he went ahead and analyzed these individuals who were shown to have low testosterone. Now, urologists usually try and suppress testosterone with a medication, Nuprin, and it increases estrogen levels under the mistaken belief that that's going to help the prostate. Well, they were sorely wrong. It turns out that Dr. Morgan who's a Harvard professor, has studied this subject for quite a while, discovered that taking men 50, 60, 70, 80, and 90, and using testosterone pellets to support a healthy testosterone level while at the same time paying attention to any excess estrogen, which we are really looking in this area quite closely, we are able to see that the quality of life of these men improve, that their prostate cancer does not get worse. In fact, they improve or at least sustain and maintain a safe level uh, where they're at. And another study showed that increased PSA levels, even in men who had their prostate removed, shows that that cancer may have spread. And so it's important to know that single tumor targeting with chemotherapy or radiation is not going to work against metastasis. You have to mobilize your own body's immune system to search and destroy these developing cancerous tumors and cancerous cells. There are studies that show that zinc, tribulus, stinging nettles, avena sativa, horny goatweed are going to improve the ratio of testosterone. And we also use, as I mentioned, DIM, indole-3-carbonyl, but turmeric and asparagus and uh, cypress, apricot seed, these also help to reduce the conversion of testosterone to estrogen. All this really means is when you add natural derivatives of methyl donors from TMG and DMG that comes from apples and phosphatylsurine and a very special type of folic acid, 5-methyl tetrahydrofolate, and vitamin B12, methylgobalamin, all these combinations that we use to combat cancer. Uh, There's a cream we've created, testogenin, rubbed on the skin, the neck, and the crease of the arm, under the scrotum, and this increases the healthy androgen levels by clearing out the harmful levels of testosterone. I think one of the most exciting pictures you could see here, I've been working in this field for quite a while, and... Who hasn't heard of Jack O'Lane? Even if you're in a younger generation, maybe you haven't. But here's a gentleman, age 95, who dedicated his life uh, to fitness and health and well-being. One of his best friends, Bob DelManteek, shown here, age 17, 69, 67, that is, and 80, getting better with age. I worked with him when he was in his late 70s and 80s and you can see this picture highly muscular and strong and fit and Kelly Nelson there pictured there at age 74 and the daughter Kelly. um, uh, uh. So, So what we're looking at is what can you do to improve the quality of your life? One thing you can do is use this incredible product called Adrenal Immune Support. Not only is it important to build up the adrenal function to combat adrenal fatigue, which this law, landmark book written called Safe Uses of Cortisol by William McKinley Jeffries showed that this is one of the great ways to build up the immune system against infectious diseases. But further evidence, according to Dr. Um, Michael Greger, the author of this book, How Not to Die, what we know now is that the herbs and the foods that are have almost a natural chemotherapy ability to fight cancer without harming your own cells include garlic, onions, ginger, scallions, and also uh, the use of cruciferous vegetables. All this is being shown in the science and the literature. And I think we're on to a whole new area. We don't have to wait 20 years for the studies to come in. The evidence is here. And we've been using this product, Adrenal Immune Support, which is very concentrated in a natural form of garlic. It has other herbs to support healthy immune system like echinacea, which is an adaptogen. It has uh, the caprylic acid to target um, what's called... um, fungus or candida. Looking in this blood, this blood has just a little bit of candida down in the corner here. that little bit of white patch. So, taking this product could be one of the most important things that you do for health and well-being. And you see this picture of the guy with the mustache and then the guy with the mustache and the beard. This is the same guy. And by helping him to balance out his cortisol levels, Uh, some people think cortisol causes weight gain and in the synthetic version it can, but in the bioidentical adrenal immune support with adrenals and so forth, you want to build up the body's ability to produce just enough cortisol to help to not only get your ideal body weight because cortisol helps to push nutrients into the cells, but this picture of this very skinny person is an example of a person who has adrenal fatigue as well and doesn't produce enough cortisol Nitric oxide, molecular hydrogen are free radical scavengers. This is very important. And there's more than enough examples. So beetroot, greens, radish, kale, and chard are all very important in the battle against uh, cancer. Can we annihilate cancer, diabetes, kidney failure, hypertension, heart disease, obesity? Dr. Kempner put a group of people who were each obese. And the average person on this rice-fruit diet of 20 grams of protein 93% complex carbohydrates, 3% fat, 4% plant protein. Thinking about it, that's very close to the Okinawan diet, right? The longest lived people in the world. But these people achieve positive nitrogen balance. They got all the protein they need from just rice and fruit. They were able to reverse heart disease, diabetes, kidney failure, and hypertension. And now we're starting to look at similar dietary interventions to combat cancer. Because insulin stability is critical for good health. And remember earlier, I mentioned the incredible findings of Dr. Uh, Max Gerson. And Max Gerson, again, wrote this book, A Cancer Therapy, The Cure of Advanced Cancer by Diet Therapy. And if you look through the book, he's got – incredible imaging, uh, x-rays taken of of people's brain tumors and body tumors and various things. And by putting them on the following program, they had dramatic results. 70 years of this treatment, and they continue on um, with this program. And I I wanted to um, go over this with you here at this time. We look, we see by using herbs, the right foods, and eliminating certain food, categories, you build up a strong immune system. Dr. Max Gerson had people juice, cold-pressed juices, 1,800 pounds of carrots, 1,300 pounds of apples, 1,000, excuse me, uh, 145 heads of red cabbage, 400 heads of lettuce, 125 pounds of green peppers, all rich in potassium, vitamins and minerals, and antioxidants, also, I would suggest people support healthy iodine with thyroidine, adrenal immune support, and liver detox, and that's what we did with Miss Whitaker, who had such dramatic results in her battle, successful battle against cancer. Reducing lipids also can be uh, accomplished with adding, adding insulin, heart stability, and I bring that up because one study showed that dietary oils um, increase the rate of breast cancer because it depressed the immune system. This was reported in studies of National Cancer uh, Journal. So, when we look at these different things in in health and well-being, I wanted to assemble the best possible approach. And I want to summarize here what that includes. Dr. Nick's daily 15 anti-cancer best nutrient-dense foods, rich in fiber, high in antioxidants and phytochemicals. And also, the number, the the various food categories that you should avoid uh, that tend to promote cancer. So the best foods to combat cancer, I'll use Dr. Joel Fuhrman's uh, acronym. He calls it G-BOMBS. Greens, the G stands for greens, asparagus, artichokes, cruciferous vegetables, Swiss chard, bok choy, spinach, romaine, broccoli, carrots, savior, cabbage. Uh, particularly uh, inclusive of green and yellow peppers, green uh, green peas and yams, and then the B stands for uh, berries, including cherries, cranberries, lemon, and the O stands for onions, leeks and garlic, scallions, and the M for mushrooms to combat cancer, and the B uh, for beans, lentils, pinto, garbanzo, and the S for seeds, chia, flax seeds, soaked walnuts, soaked almonds. And I'll include a little bit of avocado and coconut in there. These are the best foods overall. And by sequencing, you know, those of you who need to maintain your weight, um, follow these discussions, but this, these foods should be prepared with no added oil, no added animal product for the best absolute results. However, the worst results are happening in, in cancer centers and cancer hospitals. They're serving foods that tend to promote cancer. What do I mean by that? Remember we learned from Otto Warburg studies that a high-fat diet reduces circulation and depressed oxygen and causes acidity from animal foods? Well, egg yolks are high in cholesterol, and that cholesterol feeds the cancer that's served in many hospitals across the country. Olive oil, corn oil, butter, coconut oil are all too concentrated. It's best to get the whole olive or the whole coconut or corn, not the oils. Dairy, cheese, milk, yogurts, dangerous, and highly problematic from an inflammatory standpoint. and The fact that cheese has tremendous amounts of cholesterol and fat. Donuts, cakes, cookies, cola, soda, sugar, and artificial juices. A little bit of fruit juice from whole apples or uh, berries may be okay, but don't get the synthetic industrial man-made fructose. I agree with Dr. McColl on that. I don't agree with him saying that fruit's bad for you. Peanut butter is a problem because it has, tends to, uh, Some of them are exposed with aflatoxins because peanuts grow underground, can increase the rate of liver disorders. It's best to go with the almonds, the cashews, the the nuts that are grown in the trees. Of course, avoid ice cream, fried chips and fries. You can learn to make uh, chips and everything from my Simply Healthy uh, cookbook. My cookbook uh, took 15 years to produce. You're going to find the best possible recipes. You can be part of our coaching program. We'll send you a recipe or two every week and try uh, these two recipes every week and add to your regime of of healthy eating. Uh, Also, when you you look at the danger of meat, chicken, pork, fish, I think meat, chicken, and pork are worse. Fish and lobster and shrimp should be limited if used at all, uh, particularly for cancer patients. And I will say that The use of glandulars, um, if you do, I don't think it's so good to get the whole glandular meat, but if you use glandular supplements that have the extracts, you can get the benefits from that uh, without uh, the risk and the side effect. So, we've discussed some important findings that we know that red blood cells and fat clumping, low oxygen mutations and cancer. Uh, that mutate to breast cancer. In every country ever since the studies in 1969 in the Cancer Journal by Ernest Winder, and more recently, JNCI Journal, National Cancer Institute, uh, published as recent as uh, April 2014. Of course, now we're in 2020. But in every country in the world, you can plot the incidence with increased fat, And oils intake, a higher rate of breast cancer per 100,000 deaths. The lowest incidence are in cultures like Japan, Okinawa, and the New Guinea natives, where they don't add oils, or if they do, it's little or none. And these are the cultures with the lowest incidence of disease. So as we discuss that, I want you to be aware that... The next aspect of healthy well-being has to do with the immune system. and Why is it that so many people are not clear when they have cancer that they need to stimulate the immune system? Your lymphatic system can be increased by tenfold. That's the fluid of the body that makes up 88% of your body fluids. Blood only makes up 12% of the fluids. And it turns out that fast motions – like a whole body vibration plate or a trampoline. I like to use the bungee cord trampoline uh, from jump sport. Uh, sprinting, uh, these pressure changes actually activate these one way valves that transport the limp throughout the entire body. It helps to serve like a vacuum for these toxins, removing them. The dead cell waste is removed, the excess. Uh, proteins that need to be digested, you'll feel energized, you'll recover, your bone density improves, you build a healthy, strong immune system. So remember, in the breast tissue and throughout the body, there are uh, ducts, lobes, lymph nodes, lymphatic drainage, all these things play a big role in a a healthy, strong immune system. And I, I share this with you because I can never tell you too much about the great importance of the strength of the immune system and the white blood cells, the immune system. My book, Blood Doesn't Lie, as I said, I go into a lot of detail in this book, and you're going to learn simple step by step. But this course was designed to help those of you who are battling cancer or you have friends or relatives. And one of the things I wanted to share with you is uh, someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here's a guy who um, was on, if you will, um, synthetic hormones because in bodybuilding at that time, they didn't regulate and it was okay to use in those days. But since uh, he has now turned 873 as of July 30th of this year, he's had uh, two heart surgeries. He's now 80% plant-based diet. I think he needs to go all the way for the last 20% to get the best results, but I remember working with his lookalike in the movies. This gentleman had man boobs that had developed, and many of these bodybuilders will undergo gynecomastia breast surgery, and he took DIM and Live Detox, some of the products that we've created, and following some dietary corrections, but mostly the supplements, and he was able to clear up these man boobs, even not needing surgery. You know, Jeffrey life is a great example of an individual here he is pictured at age 81 in December of this year he turned age 81 of uh, December of, of that is 2020 uh, coming this December in a few weeks he'll turn 82 but here's a picture of him age 54 when he had a belly he had man boobs he was out of shape And here he is, a medical doctor, and he said he should have known better, but, you know, he he wasn't doing what he needed to do. But by age 64, 10 years later, he followed the Bill Phillips uh, body for life, and he got in great shape. He won the contest, and here he is at age 77, uh, nearly uh, 13 years later, even leaner and fitter because he switched over to more of a plant-based whole foods diet. And then you look at the examples of of this in in an individual of his age, and you you watch the interviews, it, it's it's pretty exciting to see the results that people can achieve following these key steps to combat cancer. Bernardo LaPello is my favorite and you'll hear why because 114 years of age shown in a picture of him standing upright. Many people past uh, 90 or 100 do not fare very well. Here's a guy that was mostly vegan. Uh, he ate fish only a few times a week. It was a very high fiber diet. He rarely added oils. He used garlic with a little bit of um, oil uh, to, to deliver it. The garlic's very potent as we mentioned in the battle against cancer. Uh, Every sunrise, he would wake up and go for a walk. And at sundown, he would go to bed. He'd get his good quality eight hour sleep. He maintained positive thoughts. He would boil water to prevent any microbes in the water. He wrote a book, author of Living Beyond 100. And I like to talk about this and also my tablets, which I kind of named thinking about him, Stay Young, to sustain good nitric oxide levels. They have good plant-based nutrients in them. They help with vitamin B12 and folic acid. It's important because if you're on a plant-based diet, you want to make sure you get enough vitamin B12. You need about 25 to 50 micrograms. It's okay if you take more. Once you reach that healthy level, the blood cells, when you get enough, are round and uniform. And that's what you want to accomplish in the red blood cells. Also, the number of lobes depends on whether you have anemia or not. If you have, say, three lobes in the white blood cells, that's okay. But if it's four or five or six lobes, then you are vitamin B12 deficient. So, again, the, these um, findings are very important. And the latest breakthrough uh, I want to share with you is the work by Dr. Dipmay Maharaj, uh, in conjunction with, um, and he's a a bone stem cell expert, he's an oncologist, hematologist. He worked with uh, Zhang Chu of Wake Forest University uh, of the Pathology Tumor Department. And they were able to find certain cells that can actually engulf cancer and destroy it. Now, the fact that a tumor grows and doesn't grow out of control based on its normal multiplication of division shows that your body has figured out how to defend against some of the cancer but not enough so when they extract these cells according to dr ann ann who i met from scripps in an interview at radfest uh, radical approach to uh, living longer uh, it's interesting that he talked about immunotherapy where they collect these white blood cells that they call supercharged granulocytes harvested from young healthy 20 year olds and then they tissue match and they want to inject them back into people with cancer and the evidence in animal studies now showing these cancer tumors are able to be eradicated even in metastasis so this is a tremendous breakthrough and i mean enthused right now the expense to do such a treatment is quite above the means of most people Uh, right now I don't think there's uh, any insurance companies covering it as of yet but I'm hoping that we'll see a difference I want to share with you some more books that um, I've read hundreds of books and you can you can see on my shelf behind me and I'm surrounded by books on every angle here you can see all my bookshelves and I'm I'm excited because these books hold the potential to knock out cancer for good. There's a book by Suzanne Summers called Knockout. She interviewed doctors who are using the word curing cancer. Uh, she also wrote the book Bombshell, uh, which reviewed medical interventions, including natural biomedical hormones, and uh, Dr. Jonathan Wright, who she learned a lot from. Wrote the book, Stay Young and Sexy with Bioidentical hormone Replacement. And of course, Dr. Abraham Morgenthaler, the book he wrote, Testosterone for Life, the new science showing that even prostate cancer patients are benefiting from hormonal intervention. I include hormonal intervention with herbs and the diet and the exercise and the sleep. You need it all. Why take a risk? Why even leave something on the table that you have something that can help solve this this horrific problem that's spreading worldwide? And of course, the Pritikin Program for Diet and Exercise, uh, my great mentor who taught me so much about healthy eating and and lifestyle and stress management, um, he saved my life with a book called Live Longer Now. So I'm sharing these books because he met Dr. Lester Morrison, who saved his life uh, and that, um that's a, a pretty exciting uh, uh, finding that health and well-being, who Dr. Michael Greger, who learned from Nathan Pritikin, my mentor, has been saving tens of thousands of lives. And all of it's moving towards what we call plant-based, whole food eating, exercise, sleep, and stress management. I mentioned Max Gerson earlier. There's a book also Healing the Hopeless. And also the book by Lorraine Day, AIDS, What the Government Isn't Telling You, that's censored dealing with a lot of censorship lately. So my book, Blood Doesn't Lie, uh, it wasn't allowed to be published by Amazon. Uh, I had to remove several references, but we finally got it published. And Dr. Joseph Maroon, a medical doctor, clinical professor of neurological uh, surgery. He's also the team physician for, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He endorsed the book saying in writing, learn healthy aging secrets, psychoneuroimmunology could be life-saving. And the reason I lead into that is your psyche, your thoughts, your, hip, your subconscious mind helps what's called the endocrine response to the environment. So if you're happy exercising, spending time in the sun, and the sun, of course, has additional benefits besides being outdoors, it helps trigger vitamin D, which Dr. Mercola has a good discussion about that. It improves luteinizing hormone, which increases your natural testosterone and your fighter cells. All of this improves immune system. And of course, meditation helps to turn off the sympathetic nervous system, which seems a little confusing. What is the sympathetic nervous system? You think sympathy, but really the sympathetic nervous system is involved with worry, depressed, anxious, a fear state. This is what has to happen to uh, clear with meditation. It helps to turn off the synthetic and turns on the parasympath- parasympathetic nervous system. And that's what you need to heal the body. So I want you to send a text um, because love making helps to fight cancer. Being in love... Uh, we'll send you a free download to some of my neuro reprogramming information. Just text the word love to the phone, phone number 650-294-8031. That's 650-294-8031. And you'll get a free download and also visit uh, our coming courses check out nickdelgado.com and our sponsor docnutrients.com. There's some incredible specials right now for the holidays. Please look into that because we've been talking extensively about how these supplements can make a difference. Now back to our discussion, prostate and breast cancer restore androsteal dial to methoxyestradiol. These are anti-cancerogenic. The herbs help to move that shift in the right direction. According to Dr. Jonathan Wright and Dr. Morgan Teller Have better fitness, bone density, energy, and libido all of which decline due to testosterone decrease, but we can restore it with herbs and supplements and the right type of lifestyle. Even the sun increases your natural testosterone, as I mentioned earlier. And here you can see, uh, kind of over the course of time, my blood levels uh, going back. I've been monitoring my blood levels and urine levels and saliva since 1978. So, I'm kind of a walking experiment for more than 43 years uh, monitoring all these different hormones and always seeking better ways to improve my PSA to maintain good testosterone levels in the level of 1000 or so and to keep my estrogen levels under control and maintain uh, good uh, free T3 for thyroid and IGF-1. All of these things, C-reactive protein, low vitamin D, I was able to improve that levels and I have recent results that I can share as well in December of 2020. And I continue on this odyssey to be the longest, healthiest lived individual in history is my goal. And what about liver detoxification? Do stem cells play a role? Of course they do. And it's been shown that we can release these uh, natural stem cells when medicinal mushrooms. We can use liver excel with turmeric and various herbs to enhance liver detoxification. And also DNA protector, methyl donors. These are important because it helps resolve imbalances that lead to a more appropriate functional immune system. You know, the body has over 1 billion chemical reactions per second that provides the energy to help combat cancer. Dr. Peter Duisberg uh, wrote a paper about cancer and he says, shortened lengths of chromosomes affects DNA integrity and relates to higher risk of cancer and aging. It turns out that the body has histones and chaperone proteins to help the integrity of the DNA. And so we have a product called DNA Protector that I believe is gonna play a big role in helping people. And what about acne treated by radiation? Don't do it. Even if you think it'll help your acne, there's safer, better ways that we have been sharing with thousands of people around the world. Because if you use radiation, the risk is it can increase the risk of thyroid cancer within five to 20 years. So to treat one condition such as acne, and then develop a deadly condition such as thyroid cancer is not a good exchange. Here's an example of that in the Western world, young people, over 80 percent have acne. Even people past age of 25, 40 percent have acne. Middle age, it might still continue up till. of the population, but there's cultures in the world in Asia, Malaysia, Africa, where they eat a lot of rice and fruits and vegetables, and they have a lower level of acne because their hormonal levels are well-balanced, particularly the Kitavan Islands of the South Pacific, and these people are completely free of acne, and they eat a lot of plant-based foods, coconut, and fresh food. I will say that the big breakthrough is knowing now that we can treat acne. According to my book, uh, Acne Be Gone Uh, Dr. Sonia batterisi uh and I wrote this book together, and you're going to learn how hormonal acne can be helped significantly with the right herbs, supplements, diet, and the right intervention. So, you know, I, I'm sharing with you this information because we have to combat cancer. And one another source of cancer is radioactive particles. Fukushima, which exploded in, what was it, 2015, it's been erupting um, radioactive particles into the ocean. There's a higher instance potentially of thyroid cancer, uh, there's birth defects, there's all kinds of issues coming up. And you need to take iodine in milligram dosages. And although we use seaweed extracts to get enough iodine for our supplements, radiation is unsafe at almost any level. Wherever you can avoid x-rays or exposures, but there's other exposures that we have. And unfortunately, these sources of radiation Particles can cause hair loss, nausea, fatigue, vomiting, diarrhea, hemorrhage, and intestinal lining can become destroyed within two, three weeks, within months. Sometimes it takes years uh, just from exposures of radiation from 10 to, say, 100 hours, but death has been known to be caused um, by knocking out the CNS central nervous system and loss of consciousness and, of course, mental retardation as well. What about Steve Jobs? Of course, we know his battle against cancer was lost to pancreatic cancer. 10 million people die every year. But it's been shown that although he made a valiant attempt to survive, uh, he was on a vegan diet. It wasn't completely a whole food vegan diet. It was a little bit more lean towards processed foods. But according to Dr. John McDougall, he underwent chemotherapy and radical surgery And as a result, he died, I believe, prematurely in October of 2011. What can we do to battle cancer? Is there things from cell phones, from cell towers that are increasing the radiation we're exposed to, or just even computer technology and things that we're all experiencing? Nathan Pritikin was my mentor, and he had developed uh, thyroid cancer from the exposure of a radiation for his thyroid gland. And unfortunately, he developed hairy cell leukemia. He also drank nonfat milk. Uh, Although he knew he could go plant-based vegan without dairy product, he was trying to be consistent with the general population, thinking they wouldn't give up milk, but if they just switched from whole milk to nonfat milk. But he developed a very serious problem, and that problem took his life. Thyroid cancer, as we know, um, and leukemia are very serious diseases, bloodborne uh, cancers. I see it in the blood sometimes where you have too many white blood cells and that can come from some of these uh, endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors are rampant in our culture. As I mentioned, millions of pounds of these chemicals pour into our environment. So keep in mind, if you have low thyroid, you have cold hands and feet, tendency to gain weight, low energy, low sex drive, poor mental clarity, brittle nails, aging skin, slow hair growth, any of these conditions, you really need to make sure you get enough iodine. You want to get thyroid glandular and eat more fruit. That's going to help your thyroid. And all of these things can make a difference. And also, I want to mention that there is a breakthrough with CBD. But I'm a big fan of using CBD, particularly from the plant-based um, whole plant marijuana and juicing it. Because there's what's called THA. Uh, which has profound benefits to the body. THC, which comes from burning the plant marijuana, which gets you high, but it doesn't give you as many benefits as the raw plants. So if you have the opportunity to grow the raw plants and juice them, do so. It'll make a big difference. We're doing some groups of people with uh, autism, and now we've been studying people. I've been reviewing the literature in cancer patients. Why? Because cancer Uh, tends to occur because of these immortal stem cells. They fail to heed normal signals to turn off the growth. And normally the body requires cells to die on cue. This is called apoptosis. This is normal. It's programmed cell death. When that process fails, though, we develop tumors. It turns out that it may be, according to Dr. Russo, a neurologist, authority on medical cannabis, that CBD may help to program the cell death particularly in melanomas and leukemia, and may stop the division of these cancerous cells. More information will have to come in. I've been using CBD for our clients and myself because cannabinoids have over 66 biological active ingredients that kill the source of the energy in the cancer cell and it turns off the signal to produce ATP. So remember, get CBD. You can use the drops. You can use oral um, syringe. That's like a paste in you put a little squirt of it on grapes and you eat it. Uh, it's got a rather strong taste so you usually put it with grapes or any other fruit. And also remember raw blended plants give you THA to combat cancer. Uh, there are potential anti-tumor benefits and in this melanoma skin cancer case it went all the way to the bone but treatment with the cannabis was able to be successful. And these are small isolated cases and I report More to you as time comes. But the books that I've written, Blood Doesn't Lie, the new book that's come out, Simply Healthy Cookbook to support healthy eating, Acne Be Gone for Good for all those young people. And if you're on this program of hormonal acne correction, it also might very well prevent and help reduce the risk of cancer. And also Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy to be a happy, better quality life for the well-being. One of the things that I've included in my book is um, this uh, bit of information about healthy eating. Fruit is one way to improve the immune system. Cherries, peaches, pear, pineapple, strawberry, watermelon are low in fat. They have a little bit of protein and very high in rich complex carbohydrates. They contain no cholesterol. That's very, very important. and. Vegetables such as artichoke, hearts, asparagus, squash, tomatoes, mushrooms, cabbage are all low in fat, which is great. You get enough essential fatty acids from nuts and seeds as well. And they have a good amount of protein, anywhere from 10% to 40% protein in the case of asparagus and mushrooms. And they're rich in complex carbohydrates, again, containing no cholesterol. Very, very good for you. Now, remember, water is important and alkaline water, of course, uh, but Clean it first with reverse osmosis or a multi-pure device, and that is going to help in terms of keeping your system cleansed because dehydration is highly related to the increased rate of cancer. We know that alkaline water um, is best, though, achieved from cold-pressed juices of veggies and beets in the fight against cancer. Now, spring water can vary from 6.8 to 7.0 to 7.2 in spring water, so neutral 7.0. So, we know the variance of pH is important. Uh, You don't drink acidic water or strongly acidic water. It's more for cleaning the face or destroying bacteria, but uh, it has this application from these uh, Kangen and Echo water devices and living water device. Remember, you need at least eight glasses of water a day. And uh, we know that you even get water from eating tomatoes and watermelon. But you lose water when you eat fish and chicken and turkey and meat because it takes eight times more water to digest these animal protein foods. And animal protein foods are high in acidic. And that high acidity increases the rate of cancer. So we really have to move forward on the movement of going more plant-based. You know that meat has over 50% fat and 60 milligrams or more of cholesterol in your body can only get rid of 100 milligrams of cholesterol a day. Besides what it produces It's kind of a closed system, but liver has 400 milligrams of cholesterol I would rather use liver glandulars that have the cholesterol removed and get the benefit of the enzymes of liver and so forth But you can see in the white shows the level of cholesterol of these various um, foods Chicken and turkey has as much cholesterol as red meat the fat content uh, it ranges from 20 to 50% fat, and the protein content goes uh, somewhere upward to 60% protein. You don't need more protein in the diet. You need more nutrient-rich foods from plant-based proteins. Cheese, eggs are very high in cholesterol. Eggs are amongst the highest besides brains. Some cultures eat brains of animals. Uh, y- you can see that cheese is high in fat and cholesterol. Uh Sour cream's problematic in whole milk. Uh, I would move towards diet cheese, which is tapioca cheese, but it has a little too much fat, so use it very sparingly. And remember, fish overall in small quantities might be okay, but in the battle against cancer, you don't want to add extra cholesterol. And tuna packed in water has as much cholesterol as red meat. Halibut and uh, lobster and crab and shrimp are low in fat, but they have a lot of cholesterol overall, so don't eat more than three ounces at a serving maybe a couple times a week would be reasonable. If you're working towards eating salmon in the diet, be careful because it's high in fat and cholesterol and it's not going to benefit you overall. Uh, Remember virgin olive oil, it's not good for you. It takes hundreds of olives to make a tablespoon of olive oil and 14 years of corn to make a tablespoon of corn oil. It's just too concentrated. And these oils are very high in fat. Some of them like butter, lard, and uh, mayonnaise contain cholesterol because they're animal derivatives. But the vegetable oils like cooking oil are just grossly high in fat and thicken the blood. Remember the blood requires oxygen and nutrients. When you get too much fat in the blood, it increases triglycerides. Triglycerides and fat is very sticky and it sticks the blood cells together and that is something dangerous when it comes to cancer. You want to keep your fat intake low to avoid the risk of cancer. We can eat coconut nuts and seeds in small quantities and get the essential fatty acids and the fiber and benefit quite well. So eat when you do eat the fats, things like coconut Soak nuts and seeds, olives, whole avocados in small quantities on a daily basis. Um, or if you're overweight, really restrict that intake until you reach your ideal weight. Also, energy medicine. It'll help in the battle against cancer. I've been studying and using what's called the Jing Orb, which if you've heard of Qi, Qi is an energy, Jing is even a higher order of energy. And we know that this Jing Orb is this like little device in the middle here. You, you can just put it, it looks like a... I don't know, like a little bulb and it has, um, these, um, energy cells and it kind of builds up the energy of the body because we know that the energy of the organs, uh, is important in the battle against cancer, uh, low level light light. Low-level laser therapy, low-level laser therapy, tongue tire there, increases nitric oxide. That's great for the health of the immune system. And pulse electromagnetic frequency improves blood flow to the thousands of miles of microcirculation. And the far-infrared relaxed sauna uh, improves the core body temperature, and that builds up the immune system. So these are just some of the techniques that we use that has helped people like Ms. Whitaker and others to combat cancer. So when you measure the energy content of various organs, heart rarely ever has cancer of the heart. The organs that get cancer because the heart has so much energy, ovarian cancer, blood leukemia cancer, prostate cancer, liver cancer, you want to increase the cell membrane voltage and that we can do with some of these energy medicine devices. But don't depend on it by itself. It's important to understand there's what's called protein folding, the endoplasmic reticulum. These amino acids connected by peptide bonds form what's called polypeptides, which is really chains to create protein. Your cell nucleus, DNA and RNA and ribosome cytoplasm are all protected and protein folding changes or alters in the presence of the increased rate of cancer and aging. So you're going to hear more about this in the plasmic reticulum and the various things that boost the immune system. And one thing I'm excited about is the use of mushrooms every day in your diet to to fight cancer and beta-glucans from activated barley and algae. All these things help. And I'm also using peptides in the research uh, with Dr. Kent Holter if I did a talk recently. Thiamson alpha-1 is one of the natural enhancers of natural killer NK cells and improve the immune system in the fight against influenza and viral diseases, but most importantly in the fight against cancer. So I'm excited to have shared this with you. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify, uh, a talk titled beyond human look for beyond human, Nick Delgado, my daily podcast on iTunes and Spotify, or if you're listening to this now, this is the show. Also, you can find me at nickdelgado.com and uh, Check out, have a coaching session for free, and we'll evaluate what we can do to help you and create a plan because there's some really amazing therapies when we're talking about pioneering treatments for cancer. We've covered quite a bit in this one and a half hour session. It went fast, and I'm excited to have shared this with you. Uh, I'm Dr. Nick Delgado saying be strong and be well, and most importantly, live a blessed life. Be happy. Be happy. And you've got to sometimes move on to be the very best that you can be because your blood doesn't lie. You need to make changes in your blood and your blood chemistry. And as I say this in the search about cancer and cardiovascular disease, all these things make a difference. And now I'm here to tell you that we can make a difference together. Just please learn about health well-being, and anti-aging. And uh, now that we've covered this subject, please share this with your friends, your relatives, those people you care about. And I'm signing off now, so thank you so much.